Good evening, investors. I hope you had a great Monday and welcome back to the channel. If you're new here, we make daily recaps to keep you up to date on the market. If that sounds way easier than reading countless articles, hit the subscribe below so you don't miss out. And now let's get into the recap. The S&P 500 closed the day nearly flat, up two hundredths of a percent to a price of $4,192.63. Looking to the composite sectors, we see mixed results with five of the 11 tracked by the index closing the day down. The worst of which was consumer staples, down 1.51% as big constituents like Procter & Gamble, PepsiCo, and Costco all closed the day down over 2%. With uncertainty about the debt ceiling and the overall short-term health of consumer demand, it is no surprise to see these cyclical giants fall slightly. Looking to individual companies, Match Group jumped 6.72% to just shy of $40 after it was announced that former Meta executive Stephanie Tain would join Hinge as Chief Product Officer. Pfizer jumped 5.38% today after the biopharma company's new weight loss drug showed serious promise in a phase 2 trial. While results were similar to Novo Nordisk Ozempic, Pfizer's drug is administered orally instead of through frequent injections. And lastly, smaller regional banks like Zion's Bank Corp, Comerica, and Key Corp were up anywhere from 3.5% to 5% on the day as we see growing confidence in the financial sector. Looking to other news, we will start with the daily debt ceiling briefing. Speaker of the House McCarthy stated today that he was optimistic a deal would be reached in the coming days. This is critical as the bill will need ample time to make it through the House and the Senate prior to the June 8th X date. Currently, Biden and McCarthy's deal-making teams are working to iron out crucial details before another round of talks happens tomorrow. Moving on, TikTok sued the state of Montana to block the recently passed statewide ban, claiming it infringes on First Amendment rights. At the center of this contention is a belief that TikTok's collected user data can be accessed by the CCP as its parent company, ByteDance, is in China. In an effort to alleviate these worries, the social media company said today that it would soon grant Oracle full access to its source code, algorithm, and content moderation material. This will be a crucial step for Project Texas, a measure put in place allowing partners like Oracle to assess user data security risks in the app. Onto something that makes absolutely no sense, Meta platforms jumped 3% this morning as their Ireland division was charged $1.3 billion by the European Union for violating various data privacy rules. Essentially, regulators from Ireland's Data Protection Commission ordered Facebook to stop transferring European users' data to the United States way back in 2020. Since then, the company has only partially complied with these demands, and since they finished the day up over 1%, it means they added $6 billion on the news that they lost $1.3 billion. In other interesting news, a fake image of billowing smoke due to an explosion near the Pentagon caused the S&P 500 to sell off almost half a trillion dollars in minutes. It was soon discovered that the picture was a complete hoax and the S&P bounced back to its regular price levels during the day. Focusing on more economic news, this morning we heard from Federal Reserve Presidents Jim Bullard, Raphael Bostic, and Tom Barkin. Going through the highlights, Bullard said that two more rate hikes would be needed in 2023 in order to cool inflation. This is a more extreme view as the majority of members are currently debating whether to raise once more or pause. 
In line with a more moderate belief, Atlanta Fed President Rafael Bostic said he would be comfortable with a pause. And lastly, Richmond President Thomas Barkin said that he won't speculate on what the Fed should do quite yet, which makes sense as we are still waiting on the most recent PCE data later this week. Looking forward, on Tuesday, we will get the final building permit numbers for April, the S&P Global Services and Manufacturing PMIs, and the new home sales growth data for April. Going into earnings, Zim Integrated Shipping was down 16% as the company reported a loss per share of 50 cents, missing analyst earnings per share estimates of 27 cents. They also reported Q1 revenues of $1.4 billion falling short of the estimated $1.6 billion. For comparison, last year they had revenues of $2.2 billion and had an earnings per share of $14.19. Moving to our pet suppliers, PetMeds fell 6.8% in after hours as the company reported net sales of $62.4 million, a 5.5% decrease year over year. It also didn't help that they reported a loss per share of $0.25 cents and their adjusted EBITDA dropped 62% over the last year. On a more positive note, Zoom Communications jumped 4% today as they beat earnings per share estimates of $0.99, cents, reporting $1.16. They also outperformed revenue estimates, reporting $1,110,000 for the first quarter. And lastly, Nordson jumped 3% in after hours before selling back down to $216.24. They reported an earnings per share of $2.21 and had a second quarter revenue of $650.2 million. For tomorrow, we will hear from Lowe's, Dick's Sporting Goods, AutoZone, Intuit, Toll Brothers, and BJ's Wholesalers. Also, make sure to check out yesterday's video for our weekly outlook. Thank you for watching Econ Recaps, and we hope you have a great night. Cheers.